Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. And then Iraq turned me into a giant eagle, and everybody tied off to me, and we floated in a big looping circle, and then... Crash landed, yeah. Oh, I lost a few more of them. Did? We did, And then we walked slightly forward to a clearing where a battle was beginning. Wasn't my thing. I can see how they're into it, but wasn't my thing. Heroes not included. And wait until they pass and then hop out of the tree and follow. Okay, and they kind of make their way. <laughs> very, very sad. Not gonna lie, I feel compelled to want to fight here. Maybe it's something about the nature of the place. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Has an effect on people. Not me. <laughs> As you make your way out of, out of the trees, kind of make yourself into these rolling hills, this clearing. And normally it would be very pastoral. It look very pretty. Except for all the bodies. <laughs> Except now there are quite a few bodies laying around, and you notice there are, are two massive groups. And this sort of war between these two armies, if you will, is taking place right here in front of you. In order to continue along your path, you will have to move through it. I attempt to cast Mage Armor. How long will it take us to, to sort of work our way through this, assuming that we don't have to stop and fight? If you don't stop and fight, it could take a while. Just because, you know, there's lots of people to avoid. Okay. Mage armor works. Lovely. I asked Aspen about how close do you think we are to the shack. Uh, well, we were three to five miles when we started from the clearing, so... And this is another clearing, or this is within the woods? No, the woods, you've passed the woods. Okay, so we're out of the woods, though. <laughs> In a sense. It's, there's, like, no wizards fighting here. It's just guys with big, beefy, big, beefy guys with big, beefy weapons. Very few wizards in Nysgar. Okay. Yeah, uh, you guys ready to, to hustle? I got my Vorpal out. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I burned three spell slots at first level. Boom. Casting Sanctuary upon all of us. So if the battle is taking up the better part of a football field, mm-hmm. we can get through it. Yeah, assuming we can find a path. 500 feet in, you see that you've kind of stumbled into the epicenter of the Midsummer Battle. And uh, you're off away from the line, so you're not getting a lot of blows or fights in. There's a lot of attention here, hopefully. You know, it's kind of like, this is where the, the line, and the line sh- has, you know, shifting mm-hmm. and moving as, you know, each side, you know, is falling back or pressing forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've kind of buried yourselves, you know, kind of a little bit further back from the line. So, you're not exactly in the direct line of fire, so to speak, and you're not exactly, you know, next to where all the melee is happening. But you realize that after 500 feet that you're still in the middle of this, this huge thing, and that it stretches on for quite a ways. 
Uh, and in the distance, standing on top of a small shack, you see uh, a guy with a bow. And he's just like, pound and ah! And he fires the bow again. Ah! And he fires the bow again. He's just kind of walking around the top of the roof of his shack, just kind of firing the bow into the crowd around him and <laughs> laughing and hollering as you see bodies fall. And you assume that to be the shack that Aspen had mentioned. Okay. Looks like we should uh, head that way. Yeah, let's go talk with you Bowie. Re- sanctuary us up? Um, I oh, can yeah, cast it one stuff. more time, but <laughs> since it is a bonus action, let's just keep hustling. True. I can fire that one off if necessary. Okay. All right. Uh, you can continue to just dash and dash mm-hmm. and dash. You hear a familiar cry from within the battle, and you see one of Baron's boys land his axe in against one of the individuals on the line, and he's like, Yeah! Good job! <laughs> but you do see a few other ones that you recognize. They're not ferrying as well, I'm yeah. afraid. They'll get there. Oh, yeah, it'll that's happen. How, that's how they learn. <laughs> Yeah, so you continue to make your way through the fight, and you get closer and closer to the shack, and you see the guy, he's just kind of firing randomly with his bow. And since you are now within his bow range, let's see if he happens to hit, because it's Midsummer Battle, and that's what you do. So, doesn't hit you, Baron, because your armor class now with the shield... 23. It's 23, right? Is just kind of obscene. I mean, <laughs> I am a mithril crab. You are a tank. <laughs> oh, it looks like he's going to hit you, Aspen. Okay. Might I apply my reaction? Yes. Um, now that I have my new shield, I, I try to reach out as I see the, the arrow coming, yeah. which just means you roll at uh, disadvantage. Okay. To an attempt to try to reflect it. Uh, the arrow does, in fact, still hit. Oh, I'm reach uh, up for it! Can <laughs> I use my reaction to have the damage? Against me with Uncanny Dodge? Yes. I will do that. I have used my Uncanny Dodge. You take two points damage. And you can see that the guy isn't... He's smiling. It's not malicious. Mm-hmm. You see that he's just kind of firing... This is like a Nerf gun fight. Yeah, just like... <laughs> or a paintball, a paintball yeah. match. Yeah, and he's standing up on top of this thing, and he has, you know, you see that he has two large quivers of arrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he came out here thinking, well, I know where Midsummer Battle's going to be this year. I'm going to just come out here and camp for a month and just make, you know, a crap ton of arrows, and then I'm just going to shoot at everybody. <laughs> sort of this mentality. He continues firing into the into the mass and hits a few more people, and then he fires into the mass again, misses you, E-Rock. <laughs> it's in the dirt. You guys are continuing to make your way. Do you uh, want to uh, get closer to this cabin, or do you want to kind of, like, keep making your way through the battlefield? So the, the cabin isn't in the same direction as the, just crossing the... It is in the general, in the broad same direction as which you are So heading. we are still set at heading towards the horizon. Right. Okay. I say we keep going towards the cabin. All right. Yeah, you kind of begin making your way closer to the cabin uh, so that you can overhear him. And he's like, yes, and one for you, and <laughs> one for you. <laughs> That's 27, 28, 29. <laughs> and he kind of looks down and he sees you guys kind of running towards him. And he's like, all right, let's see if we can get three and one. I take a step to the left. <laughs> okay. Um, I say, uh, fantastic shooting. <laughs> he says, Thanks. And he grabs 
reaches down and grabs another arrow and puts it on the bow, and he's kind of moving the bull around to around to you. Mm-hmm. You want to say anything else? I'm just here to ask directions. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I um I hold my my hands up and say, uh-huh. I'm not here to fight. There's no honor in killing us. Okay. Um, and I start slowing down my my pace a bit. All right. Um, I just want to see this amazing archery. Uh, okay, give me a persuasion check. See if you can persuade him as he's in the middle of his battle lust. Uh, sixteen. All right. He kind of kind of lowers his bow. He says, "What do you mean you're not here to fight? It's midsummer battle." I keep walking up to him, and I say, "Shoot another one." And he kind of looks over at you, guys, and he says. Directions to where? We're trying to get to Saloon. She lives. Who? She lives in the direction of the moon. The moon? Oh, I think that's over there somewhere. Yep, that's where we're going. Didn't know if you knew a good way to head in that direction or if there was anything, you know, perilous. It's Midsummer Battle! Well, I meant aside from the dudes. I mean, I kind of knew about them. And I kind of gesture behind me. Well, the only thing I know is that if you go far enough in that direction, eventually you run into lycanthropes. Werewolves? I don't know. <laughs> Some. I say, oh, look at that guy, he's huge! Okay. <laughs> he kind of turns. What? Where? Some giant beefy dude in the, in the crowd. <laughs> him? He kind of shoots his bow at him. And the guy, it hits the guy, and the guy kind of turns around, looks at him and says... Uh, and he see he starts kind of charging towards this cabin. It's like, oh, you've got people out of the way. You've got trouble now. <laughs> and you see he throws his bow down and he picks up this double-headed great axe. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, and the guy's charging at him and he's like, bring it! And he comes leaping off the roof. Nice. You know, the camera kind of pans with him, mm-hmm. kind of slow-mo. <laughs> they just go off to fight each other? The, the big, huge dude who was kind of charging towards him kind of jumps in the air, you know, and then you have that anime moment, you know, where they're both... <laughs> ching, <in> the ching, <laughs> One tier. <laughs> <laughs> and then they both land. <laughs> Splurts of blood. <laughs> I peek in the cabin? Uh, in the cabin, he, you see that he has a bunk, uh, he has a fireplace, a chest, and it looks like he has fletching tools. Oh, good making arrow. Yep. Good on him. I peek outside and mm-hmm. see, uh, is he still standing? Yeah, him and the other dude are going at it. There's, yeah. you know, several, there's several anime cutscenes. I go try to open the chest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the chest is unlocked. You open it up, you see a huge quilted wool blanket. Hmm. Oh, it looks to be warm. That's nice. And underneath it, you see a small coin purse. Oh, I'm not a thief. I just leave them. Okay. <laughs> just wondered what was in the chest. The blanket looked nice, though. It was, like, down. All right. Yeah. I say good on him. And while they're fighting, I just start walking yeah. that, keep walking that other keep, direction. Keep that in the same yeah. direction. As we do that, I go, what's a can, a can through? What? Wait. Werewolves? Wait, wait, wait. E-Rock. Yeah? Say that again. <laughs> Said, what? what's a can through? <laughs> <laughs> what? You would know this. Would I? I would think so. Mm-hmm. Lycanthrope? 
Lycanthrop? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course I know what a lycanthrop is. Where creature? But I just heard canthrop, and I'm uh, like, what's a canthrop? That doesn't make sense. No, you've stolen my, <laughs> my enjoyment from me. Let's <laughs> keep stopping forward. Yes, oh. of course. Yeah, I would hope. You guys spent quite a while with one. Yes, I remember our dog friend. Just ran off. They always do that, on you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I looked for him for days. I was going... <laughs> Put up posters. Mm-hmm. No one in Waterdeep, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you continue to make your way through the battle, trying to stay as far from uh, the front line as possible. There's a few more close calls, until finally the mass of people begins to thin out a little. And you see in front of you another forest. Yeah, I'd say this looks great. This looks like cover. And I just yep. keep going to the forest. Okay. Yeah, you make your way into the forest, and you notice there isn't any fight. Unlike the other forest, where you saw people kind of fighting and running and through it, and all, this forest is eerily quiet. Oh, is it one of those where the second we walk in, just boom? Yeah, there's kind of like this, you know, you crang, crash, my rock. Ooh. Yeah, this is nice. This is very pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little tired of all that noise. It was a little overstimulating. I'm so overstimulated. Yeah. Wait, should it be this quiet? I am not going to look a gift forest in the trees I and see. step forward. <laughs> it, but other than that, looks like a, there's not like a, like massive cobwebs through the leaves. There's not like a bones and stuff sticking out the ground. This is a, this is a wood, <laughs> wooded forest. It's not like, you know, a Halloween store in there. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a, a skeleton when I walk past it goes, If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcast, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Okay. You make your way into the forest, and it is quiet. Would you say it's eerily quiet? I would say it is uh, uncharacteristically quiet. <clears throat> I would like to be on alert with my passive perception of 22. Okay. It does not occur to me to be here <laughs> on alert. <laughs> I'm just more like, wow, these trees really muffle a lot of the sound. <laughs> yeah. I can barely hear the battle. Continue the march? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you continue marching for about another hour, and Aspen, you have this growing sense that you're being watched. But every time you look around, you don't see anything. Well, I guess I would, you know, at some point turn to the guys and be like, I feel like we're being watched, so just be, be on your toes. Don't be so paranoid. Just enjoy this beautiful... Not battley day. <laughs> I don't know. Aspen's pretty good at finding this type of stuff usually. I'm humming a Dorbin hymn. Okay. And I'm near humming along with you. My team fortress is Armorden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see dwarves being Lutheran. That fits. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you continue making your way into the forest, and that sense of being watched, Aspen, just continues to grow until finally, cutting across your path, Baron, assuming you're in the lead, you see what looks like uh, a makeshift wall of wood. So in order to continue moving in the direction, you're going to have to walk around it. It like, kind of goes that way for a while and goes that way. So we just hit a wall. Yeah, it's like someone built built a barricade over the path that you were following. Is it like one of those fort types of things where someone's taking logs and just... A little, mm-hmm. little bit pointy at the top, maybe? No, it just looks like tree, tree logs that now block off the path you were following. Can you can easily walk around it. Can I find any sort of cracks <coughs> in it to like try to squint and peek through? Mm-hmm. You see the trail continuing. Huh. Should we walk around or just chop through it? How high would you say the logs go up? Eight feet. Eight feet? Seems fishy. Seems fishy. And does it seem give to, me an insight check if you want. Does it seem to go that way about as far as I can make out right now? No, it just covers the path. Seventeen. Between the two trees. Seventeen? You get a strong sense that whatever built this doesn't want you to go any further. Just on the path. Can I, can I just kind of come over here? And yeah, you can walk around. You can see the path continue. I just look over on the side. Yeah. Say the, the, this is not an effective barricade. I don't understand. It's not a barricade. It's a message. Look, I'm looking now for something written on it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, Baron. I walk around it while being alert for traps. Like if somebody had put down like a. Okay. You don't see any trash. You notice that uh, Aspen walks right around it. I follow around, just completely flummoxed as to why, what the intent yeah. or purpose of, of such a small... It's like they built the door, but forgot the wall. Alright, you continue your trek into the forest. Aspen, you know for a fact now, even though you haven't seen anything, that you are probably being stalked or followed. We are 100% being followed right now. I believe Aspen. Around, looking up through the trees now. <laughs> You see another barricade. We get to an, another one coming down the path? Come into view. For the it's just path. so dumb, Rock. It doesn't make any sense. And you see that there is a, uh, a rune of some kind carved into one of the trees. Now that's a message. <laughs> yes. I gotta look at the rune. Okay. Give me a Intelligence Arcana check. I use my inspiration. Fourteen. It seems to be a root. Uh, you're not sure what it says, but the fact that it's there gives you a sense of warning and foreboding. Does it look like, um... Seventeen? Seventeen? Arcana. You're also not sure what it says. Does it look like... But you're pretty sure it's a warning of some like kind. a, like a, when the, you know, the... Like Joni plus Chachi with a heart around it. It looks like someone used a really sharp and large knife. Mm-mm. Kind of went this way and this way to cut out that piece, mm-hmm. and this way and this way to kind of cut out that piece. It's, it's pretty. It's a nice looking room. Yeah, I wish I knew what this said. Or meant. It's a warning. Whoever wrote this and whoever is watching us doesn't want us to go any further. I go, show yourself! And I look around. It kind of echoes through the trees a little bit. <laughs> if this were anywhere but else, I would think this was a down dragon. In a rather eerie way. Really? Show yourself! Almost like the echo gets cut off. We just want to get to the other side. We're not here for anything that you may be hiding with these walls. 
Just the other side. Better path? We'll take it. Also, these walls are very ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest much more of a, a longer wall. <laughs> Nothing? Okay. I maybe am a little bit on alert now. Okay. But you continue. Yep. Okay. Only way out is through. All right, you continue deeper into the forest until finally you see crossing the path that you're following. Um, a wall similar to the others, only it is longer. Oh! N- this now time, there, there this you time go! It's uh, about three times as long as the, the two you passed. It's better! You see the same room. I investigate it. And underneath you see carved in dwarven. Okay. In, in the they're not getting it script. <laughs> in Dwarven it says... In Dwarven it says, go away. Hmm. Let's see. Go Try to interpret their meaning. <laughs> um, Baron, you being someone who is familiar with the arts, I would say that you're, you're, you're probably learned in your letters pretty well. Uh, Erock, you as well, given that you're a, a wizard and a scholar, you both notice that the phrasing of it is ancient, almost like the difference between Old English and today. Beyond and hither! <laughs> Thy turn immediately! <laughs> it's like picking up Chaucer today, uh-huh. right? You look at it and you're like, okay, I know that's English somehow. Yeah. But I have no idea what those words are. Hmm. I think, think they heard you. They heard me. Is this like, I touched a log. It's a log. Solid. Hmm. Seems real. Thought maybe it was illusion because it kind of, you know. How did they plan? Yeah, that they were fast. The dwarf of your wisdom would be walking through here no. and need a longer wall with dwarven written in the bottom. Uh, well, is there another way we can go? Because I'm, I don't. It seems old. <laughs> Not sure. I want to meet whoever's writing these messages. But that direction is the direction that we need to go, right? Yep. So I take a moment. And I pull out a few a few tools mm-hmm. from my uh, bag, and below that message, I start inscribing, with many apologies, we must traverse this wood. We will stay upon the path. Most respectfully, Baron Clanbron Anvil. Baron, I'm not sure your flourish Hammer, is necessary. Hammer Morden. I mean, second, guys. Hammer Morden, <laughs> seeker of the shield, holder of the holy, keeper of the holy house. Um, pr- pr- uh, progenitor of the of the great city of Fandel and we, I need another tree <laughs> <laughs> I leave at the bottom five days worth of rations thinking about just like if you were leaving something at a temple the whole like uh, you know a basin full of wine or a, you know an apple or whatever and I leave that as sort of a you know it's not going to be that useful but it's a message food come to my house I offer you bread and salt all right, and then uh, walk around and keep going. And then walk around and keep going, and I say, I think we should stay at least on the path. I had zero plans on leaving it. You can tell by the shift in the light that the sun is beginning to set as you continue to press on into the forest. And then, Aspen, you see it first. A massive shape. Uh, Humanoid, but bigger in a way. It's like, like in it's a, a wolfy way? Um... No, like, if a bear was standing up on its hind legs, oh, like a no. big grizzly. Uh, it's, it's that kind of dusk where it's a certain feel really dark. 
Yeah. Almost worse than dark. Yeah. It's making its way through the trees like you might go through tall grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of... You see, in one hand, it has this double-headed axe. Kind of steps forward. Finally, Erock and Baron, you see this huge bear. I turn to face it. With a double-headed axe in one hand, towering over all of you. He steps forward, and he says, In Dwarven, I thought that I gave you warning <laughs> enough. And he takes a big sniff with his nostrils. This is no place for dwarves. Who are you? So in Dwarven back, mm-hmm. I remove... And you notice again that it's really like an ancient form of dwarven. Yeah. I take off my helm, and I bow down, and I say, with all respect, we would like to get through this forest as quickly as possible, but you have to understand we need to be on that side of the forest. And I point that way, and I continue to sit with my head bowed down. He says, what lies on that side of the forest is the gates of the moon. Great, that's where we're going. Yep. You cannot pass. But we have to see Saloon. Mm. And we will, we have to do our best to try. There are rules here that you have broken out of ignorance, I suspect. I bite my tongue. <laughs> I mean, probably, considering I probably can't name what rule you're talking about. And I say, if, if we have offended, it was not our intent. And we apologize profusely. <laughs> we know that we are not in our home. Please let us know what amends could be made. He says. But if we have to go <laughs> that way. If you insist on going to the gates of the moon, you will need to bring a token for the guards. It is a token that I, Yorn, have as penance. I demand that one of your party brawl with me. Pushy rock <laughs> If I am victorious, I keep my token, and you leave my forest. If you are victorious, then you may come and stay at my cabin until it is time to enter the gates of the moon. And I will give you my token. At this point, I lift my head up from the bow and stare him in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And I say, what are the rules of this contest? No magics of any kind. And he kind of looks over at (laughs) Iraq. And he says, if we are to know each other, we shall know each other in our blows. And he puts down his battle axe. Do you accept these terms? To answer, I hold out my hammer okay. and drop it. Okay. <laughs> Little thaumaturgy. Mm-hmm. It has a nice heavy tone. <laughs> Am I allowed to pray for, you know, 
the way one would pray before going into a fight? Well, you are a lawful good character who mm-hmm. values honor. So how would how would you interpret? This? Tell me how I interpret my prayers as magic. Do I think of them the same way that Erock you don't think of them in the same way of Erock yeah. stuff? If anything, Erock what Erock does might even seem or look to be. Maybe a little sacrilegious, maybe a little blasphemous. I'm like a street magician. Yeah. How could Chris you? Angel. <laughs> mind freak. <laughs> My mind was just freak. <laughs> so he looks I'm, at you and he says, No weapons. Paw versus fist. And while I'm looking him in the eyes, you see me okay. pulling off a gauntlet. Okay. Pulling he off says, a gauntlet. You may pray to Morden, Paladin. Okay. I, I like that. You see, as after he says that, he closes his eyes, and you see it looks almost like moonlight begins to fall on his fur. Oh, so he's a little praying of his own. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.